0: Welcome to episode 20 of Expanding Beyond. Um, here we are in Munich. The winter is back. It's snowing. <laughs> <laughs> the third wave of COVID is coming to us and it's a Saturday evening. At least I'm drinking alcohol. How about you, Monica?
1: <laughs> I'm actually thirsty. I'm not having any alcohol. I should because, uh, yeah, that's why I was laughing. Like <laughs> Winter is coming, has come, <laughs> has gone <laughs> and has come back. <laughs> So it's like, uh, it's, uh, March 385th at this point. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's how I am. I'm hysterically laughing at a microphone in my apartment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. that sums up the whole year pretty well. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. But I have a very good day. Uh, I could see a couple of friends, even if it was outside and it was like minus one, but it was a good feeling uh, to, uh, to meet people that uh, are not screens, I guess, uh, they're not pixels. Uh, so good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was uh, at a shop and I was buying 20 kilos of litter for the guinea pig enclosure. <laughs> so it should last <laughs> us for a few weeks, I think.
1: Yes. I was in the city center and I noticed that now we have this thing that is called click and meet something like that click and shop something
0: click and collect
1: Yeah yeah the, no it's literally no. like you can book you can you can book your half an hour in a shop Ah uh, okay and without it you cannot get in goodbye spontaneous shopping
0: That's true at least for I don't know this year
1: Yes <laughs> All
0: right so what have you been doing for the last weeks then? I mean, you have stuff stuff is changing on your end, I guess?
1: Yes, uh, because yeah, I don't think I spoke about it yet here in the podcast. I actually resigned people uh, so this was a, it was was a handful on its own, but this means that uh, now I am um, looking forward. To my next job to similar So you're
0: prof- not you're not independently wealthy now and you can sort of spend yep. your time at home <laughs> stroking your cat <laughs>
1: uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, she would love that um, <laughs> and uh, in the meantime so I'm looking forward like literally uh, I have a Good connection already with my uh, new manager and we are thinking about how to involve me a little bit more on, on certain things because it's a team that is being built as, mm-hmm. uh, as we are speaking. Also, I've seen how difficult it is to onboard and really get someone into feeling the vibe of a company and feeling really part of something in this thing we are living right now. So I asked if it was possible, I don't know, to have a few chats before joining like coffees here and there just to start meeting people that I might not be able to meet in person for months to come. At the same time, I'm also uh, because i like to have a plan um, and I am prepared. I am also planning my departure uh, from my current uh, company and my current team. uh, So I'm Figuring out who's going to take my responsibilities next, distributing some stuff, gathering some knowledge, um, shoving as much knowledge as possible into the people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, having a few uh, coffee chats with higher hubs uh, in the company to uh, share my thoughts before Mm -hmm. I'm gone. So, yeah, there's that. And it's the end of the what we call tertial, our turtle. Um so my project roller coaster has come to an end too so wrapping that up
0: how's that been going
1: uh how has that been going so the results are positive we were aiming for no change in performance uh just removing a temporary solution that was still in my opinion is subpar why cash when you can optimize so, we actually did a very good job there because, uh, the performance is on average around like between 10 and 15 better. Uh, mm-hmm. so uh, we can take at the very least between 10 and 15% users more compared to, uh, our solution that was already kind of performing supported by a bunch of other changes. Um, uh, but the most important thing is that, um, I mean, this is something that is across the board. But then we also enabled our uh, CRM team, um, our marketing team to contact our users. I think it's like at the at the moment, the last test is like 10 times faster than before. Um, So they are over the moon. Now we can contact all our people in three minutes instead of like three (laughs) hours. It's amazing. Um, So that uh, that was a very good feeling. Again, it's not only this project result, but it's also uh, a lot of work done by the ops team on the infrastructure. They did a very good job there. Um, I'm happy. That's the that's the thing. What I'm happy about is that the project is roughly on time. It's like probably it's like a month late, let's say, compared to what we thought originally.
0: I mean, that's that's basically in time. You yes say, right <laughs> yeah
1: it's a 20 percent late let's say um yeah. but then you have to consider there was christmas in between and there we did a couple of things that i wish we would have done faster and i think we could have been we were safe enough let's say but uh the engineers in the team preferred to go uh slowly uh and be sure that the stuff was working good enough and mm-hmm. and In the end, I think it paid off because uh, the system is super stable. So we changed the engine uh, while the car was running and nothing broke. And I'm super proud of what we did there. It's like,
0: yeah, that is amazing.
1: Yeah. Amazing job. No errors, no issues, just flawless. Very, very happy about that. Mm -hmm. And it was the I think the first project from engineering that we had in our company OKRs Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and we won. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't
0: know you could (laughs) win OKRs, but okay.
1: (laughs) I mean, it was like, it's, it's in the green, it's 80%. So stretch goal achieved. Um, as I said, no problem whatsoever. So we won. (laughs) That's how I feel. We won. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: cool. That's cool. Yeah. Me, I just, the last days realized that I'm at my new job now for a month already. Um, time, flies, time flies normally anyway, but during these weeks, uh, during this lockdown here, even more so, I guess. Mm-hmm. And here we're sort of in the, it's it's the other way around. It's not me that is leaving, but it's other people that are leaving. And I'm on the other end of basically that uh, knowledge transfer and all those sessions that we're having. Mm-hmm. And then by next month, uh, I will be the expert <laughs> on a, <laughs> a certain number of things after six weeks at the company.
1: They grow so fast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's sort of not fair because I've 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 written the original version of some of the the things I'm taking over anyway years mm-hmm. ago. So uh, I do remember part of it, and then I'm sometimes surprised by what has changed in the meantime and how that is even working and why that's even working <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so we are also uh for, i'm I, i'm on a new team we basically that bit that bit that i'm working on has been sort of the stepchild of all the projects basically and has been uh, a lower priority for all the other teams mm. essentially and they've i don't know they have worked on it a tiny bit, but not so much. And now we're finally spinning up a proper team for it. And that is also pretty great to be involved uh, in the beginning basically. And then you can decide how you want to run your team because we we have a lot of freedom. We can more or less uh, decide how we want to run stuff uh, within the limits of that we are still at least partially working on a project with other teams. So mm-hmm. You sort of have to align with them at some points, but in general, it's pretty great that we can do what we want.
1: You can pick the flavor of agile you want, for example.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, in the sense of that, we are still that we still have releases, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that we have the time. That's like that's that's sort of one of the fixed things, right? release happens every two weeks, and that's why most teams have a two-week sprint, because it sort of matches up. Yeah. And we, I mean, we say we have a two-week sprint, but in the end, we just, we don't estimate, uh, well, we do estimate sort of T-shirt sizing. Okay. But roughly only, of course, and then we move stuff in to the sprint when it gets empty, basically, Mm. (laughs) when we need it. So more of a a Kanban-like system.
1: Okay. That sounds good. Yeah,
0: it works nice. We're sort of figuring out which team does what if we already take over the whole thing uh, because there's always those bugs in that area coming in. Obviously, if for code that hasn't been really touched for the last three, four years, <laughs> yeah, stuff comes up and then we'd have to see if we really need to take it over right now, everything while we're trying to understand it all or if we can sort of wait a bit <laughs> and let others do that that bug fixing for now while we settle in we'll have to see mm-hmm. but on the other hand the first project we uh, the first part there we've already taken over and I'm currently also working on the first hot fix that needs to go out before the next okay. release
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so,
1: was it you doing the problem
0: Uh, no. no that was one of the things that happened uh, while I was gone ah and how I'm hot
1: so- is this hot fix
0: I mean it's sometime next week it has to go out. Okay. <laughs> so it's it's not that hot. Not that it's not like you have to deploy it in the next two hours. It's okay. just a certain okay. thing doesn't quite work. It randomly works for some of the instances and not for all of them as it mm. should. <laughs> uh because that by now by now the system is sort of split into um uh, by customer basically. Some um have their data in a in the U.S. and some have their data in Germany. Mm. And that split happened, I think, last week. And that part that I'm working on, uh, no one thought about it. And it needs just one place where it stores all the data. Okay. So it randomly uses either the stuff from the U.S. or the stuff from Germany, depending on which bit yeah. runs first, basically. So it's a classic race condition. hmm <laughs> And then you have to figure out, can you do this? Because there's some contractual limitations on what data you can share. If it's customer specific, then you can't. Like customer names and stuff like that. Yes, and of course. You have to first take out stuff like that before you can do a real fix and stuff like that. What yes. else? What else? Well, we obviously have the issue that uh, we uh, at the company can't see each other in person. mm I mean, we are sort of distributed anyway. We have this office in Munich, but there's people from different parts of Germany working here anyway. We have an office in Poland, but there's people working in different uh, cities in Poland also. And then there's a, uh, well, not in the development department, but there's also an office um, in the US. And then there's people in different countries working here too. So Mm -hmm. we need to figure that all out anyway anyway. And we've been trying out a new tool called Gather.Town. Mm-hmm. Um, this is sort of a virtual meeting space. And it's uh, very geeky, I would say. Okay. Because it, it looks like one of those Game Boy console games where you have this 2D character that you can sort of move around with. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you're in this sort of virtual office space or, or whatever, Town Square. And then you walk around and if you're close enough to someone else, uh, uh, their video and audio pops up and then you can talk to them. That's and if cool. you move away, then it uh, disappears again. Yeah, like that. And then you can have a, a conference hall where you can sort of have a st- spot or two where everyone in the conference hall can hear you, but not the other way around, like in a that's conference nice. basically. Yeah, we've been trying. we've been trying that out.
1: Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, you have to find other ways to uh, to have this kind of interactions. Um, We we tried a few things uh, during the first lockdown. Over time, it kind of disappeared. So we were at the beginning, we were still able like we had coffee chats, hangouts where people could just drop in and uh, and see if there was someone there to, you know, kind of like water cooler sort of thing. we had uh, some of us as uh, managers we had regular hangouts that we would have in our slack profile so that always open so if people wanted to to drop in that would work but it didn't last that long actually now that i think of it
0: yeah so this is also not something that's really super working super well here yet Mm. so we used it for one bigger meeting of the whole department once mm-hmm. and then i started to uh, try to use it for our bi-weekly uh, what's called innovation day where ba- basically anyone can work on other stuff and try okay. stuff out and learn things and yeah out of everyone we were like three four people using it and having it running mm-hmm. oh. but i guess if you if you i try to I'll try to persist and <laughs> yes. have it open the next few times, and then maybe we can uh, rope in a, bit, a few more people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Like consistency in those things is uh, is key because as soon as there are not enough players, let's say, then it just disappear. Yeah, what worked for us and is still working at the the beginning not so well, but then some people s- stuck to it, and and now it's used a lot. So before we were all in the same office and every now and then, like around like four four thirty, 30, depending on the day, people would just naturally go to the kitchen and have a drink. And then someone else joins like, hey, let's go get ahead to get a coffee or a tea and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And to substitute for that, we now have what we call it for Latte uh, it's in half an hour on Tuesday evening around like five uh, where we just get into a hangout together and it's not even to talk so much um that was the initial idea is so just get there and talk but then some of us are heavy hardcore gamers and they mm-hmm. propose to use uh, these two games one is called drawful and the other one is Gartic io they're both mm-hmm. based like you can play you are supposed to play on either your phone or uh, your laptop or your computer let's say and uh, if you're better drawing that's perfect uh, because that's the idea, like...
0: <laughs> All right, it's one of those online Pictionary...
1: Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Uh, okay. My favorite one is Drawful because it, the, just the things they ask you to to draw are make no sense whatsoever. Um, and then I just unleash my sarcasm and write uh, and the <laughs> worst shit. So <laughs> uh, what's nice about uh, Drawful is that there are two winners. There's the winner that takes the most points because people guess correctly what they have drawn. Yeah. And then the second winner that is actually called by everyone the, the true winner is the one that gets the <laughs> most likes about the, the definitions there, uh, that they're saying about like the description of the of the picture. Um, <laughs> and I usually win that one. Yeah. Uh, Gardi <laughs> <laughs> Cayo, uh, you just draw a word and people have to guess uh mm-hmm. but it's it's fun also because most of us we are all non native english speakers so sometimes it's just the craziest stuff to guess. <laughs> and we have done this also this past week uh, where we have our uh, uh quarterly hackathon mm-hmm. but there was like almost the whole company so it was like 40 people participating uh, and yeah. it was uh seriously uh fun to see how people would just. You know,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm planning on holding a session like that next next week mm. at the company as well because they have sort of this I don't know if you want to call it celebration of uh one year remote basically okay apparently they've moved to remote roughly a year ago the first lockdown and then there's they asked any one of the new hires that have been hired during that year where basically the office was closed um, if they would want to hold any session or panel or whatever they wanted to uh, for the company. Mm -hmm. And we have this, there's, I mean, there's probably a million of uh, similar uh, virtual meeting space tools these days. I forget what the one is called that we're using there, but it's basically the same idea. If you're close enough, you you can hear and see anyone and I will be the one hosting such a session let's see
1: that's cool <laughs> interesting let me know how it goes um, yeah sure but yeah definitely we have to find other ways to to get that kind of uh connection uh with people it's uh all yeah. fun uh, and no play make jack a doll boy <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and speaking of of doing everything online there's of course also ruby day yeah coming up
1: my favorite guess, time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I've already talked to my manager. I will sort of, I mean, the ticket is cheap. Yeah. Um, But I also don't have to take a holiday for it, which is great. And, and I will see yes. how that works. Is this, that's not the first time where it's remote, right?
1: No. We also had it last year remote. And apparently it was uh, pretty good. It's like one of the comments I cherish uh, from that. from the past edition uh was that it almost felt like an in-person conference Mm, so that was good that was good for the people that don't know um the italian ruby community is getting together around march april uh once a year uh in the very beginning i think it was something like it was ages ago it was I just started working with Ruby, so probably it was like 2013, something like that. Uh, we had the first edition, uh, mm-hmm. and it was literally a handful of people. It's like probably 50, something like that, and that was the whole community.
0: <laughs> I mean, just just like Euroco started. Yes, it was also basically just the back room in some hotel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That was the feeling. Um, At the beginning was since it's the Italian Ruby Day, um, then it was in Italian most of the basically everything really. Uh, But then we realized, and I say we because it's um, I've been hosting the Italian Ruby Day as the MC for I think four years now, uh, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken, or five. And um, I mean I don't have an active role in the org uh, beside picking together with others, the speakers and uh, hosting it really. Um, So all the org is done by uh, an amazing team, really. But it's like, we just have these exchanges over time. And uh, we realized that if we really wanted to bring the event to a completely different level and also make it successful abroad, especially, we had to start having English-speaking uh, speakers because that's yeah. just, you have an immense pool of people you can, uh, you can uh, get uh, talks from. Uh, so since three years now or four is completely in English, when it was in presence, we also had workshops. So that was also interesting. We had a, a workshop with Nick Sutera, creator of mm-hmm. uh, Trailblazer, for example, Um, nice yeah that was very cool. so we get interesting stuff let's say Um, also Nick's Nick likes uh, food uh, and uh, alcohol so it's the right country (laughs) where to go (laughs) so
0: (laughs) Um,
1: yeah yeah Yeah,
0: I've been wanting to go for ages actually Mm -hmm. Um, so I've been as far as Ruby conferences goes I've been of course to Euroco for well, I haven't been the last few years, but I've been to many, many mm-hmm. uh, editions of that. Um, and I've been to uh, one conference uh, in Lyon Ooh, as well. Nice. That was nice. Um, yeah, and I just never, never managed. But mm. now it's virtual and yes. it's just so e- easy to attend.
1: Yes, definitely. And since three years, the idea is to have it based in Verona. So it's a very good town because it's not particularly expensive and it's very well connected. It has an international airport uh, that is served by different airlines. uh, So like Lufthansa and a bunch of others. So it's also easy to reach in that regard. Um, So also when it's in presence, it's a cool place. Plus you get to hang out with me. So awesome. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just to drop a couple of names, last year we had uh Tendlove and um mm, nice. yes and uh, Eileen You should tell and uh mm-hmm. this year I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. Maybe I shouldn't. This is gonna it's going live in what two weeks <laughs> or something uh, like that.
0: Two and a uh, half two and a half. <laughs>
1: two and a half. Okay, then it's fine. We are also gonna have Mats. Uh... It's actually
0: going on the se- <laughs> it's actually going live on the seventh.
1: Okay, perfect. <laughs> so we are having Mats. Even we are having Ooh, Coraline, nice. Ada. Uh, uh, so nice. we're having so many cool people. That's cool. I mean, two of our keynote speakers last year. This year, they're bringing the same talk to the RailsConf. So come on.
0: Mm-hmm, cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I'm already. I'm already on Google Maps checking how many hours it would be by car for next year.
1: Five. Five hours. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's not bad, yeah. <laughs> just saying, so there's that, and I'm very, I'm very excited is uh, I really miss going to conferences, having this again, this feeling of connection with the community. This is what keeps me into the Ruby world uh, to this day. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I haven't been to a conference in, I don't know, a few years. Mm-hmm. I should get back to that stuff.
1: (laughs) And the best part is the after party. (laughs) (laughs) Those usually end up well.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah. Right.
1: Looking forward.
0: Yes, me too. I might be able to rope in a few people uh, from my company as well. They've already asked for (laughs) about who is coming. uh, Mm -hmm. Who are the speakers? And I told them soon. They will Let find me out, check I guess,
1: <laughs> if we have them online already. I don't think so. No, right. Uh, well, we we just confirmed them this this week. That's the Ruby on Ice. That's not the right page. <laughs> no,
0: that's a bit closer. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, oh, boy, that's it. Anyways, so that's the that's the highlight. Yeah, we don't have them yet out there. True. Oh, yeah, that uh, RailsConf and, and um, the Yuruko are going to take place uh, right before and right after. And uh, that's why we had to move the date. And now we are a little bit, uh, we had to anticipate the date. So we are a little bit behind with, uh, with the material, with telling people who the speakers are and and yeah. whatnot. Uh, but uh, we wanted to make sure that we don't have uh, too much goodies at the same time.
0: Ah, yeah, Euroco is also happening this year Mm -hmm. actually. I hadn't checked.
1: Yes, and this is something that I also want to attend. Uh, That's the other thing I wanted to talk about because you said uh, you don't have to uh, to take uh, holidays. How does that work in your experience also in the past?
0: Um, So it was always like that, at least for the days of the conference, uh, you didn't have to take holidays. That was sort of Mm -hmm. part of the You go to the conference. The company pays for it, and they also uh, basically use the days. If you want, of course, if you wanted to stay uh, longer or go there earlier, then they would still pay for the flight, but you would have to take holidays for a few days Mm -hmm. for for the for the rest of the days. Basically, that was more or less the, the rule.
1: Yeah, for us, I have to say, my manager was always very liberal in that. So from the moment we were starting to travel until the moment we were coming back that was all out of office kind of uh time but it's not unpaid so it's like you're still going there to uh to learn so it's considered a training so it was always yeah yeah exactly yeah right like you're there for uh, your development, but your de- development is an investment that the company makes on you so that you can learn more and then give back to uh, to the company. So that I always uh, appreciate it a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. and here we, I don't know how long it's been, but we also have this in writing. There's some page where it mm-hmm. talks about the budget you can have per year and what you can do with it and what what counts as... as It's working time when you do stuff like that. Mm,
1: Okay. Yeah, we also have that too in my new company. And it's uh, not mistaken up to four days per year. But uh, instead with with the previous one, it was like, in theory, as much as you want. In practice, I mean, you go to one or two conferences per year, you don't go to 20, right? Uh, So, yeah, that was it.
0: Uh, Yeah. And the rest of the money we'll have to see. What to spend it on? Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, very. I are... uh, still have a few. Bu- still have a few books to uh, to buy, basically, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll
1: see. Yeah, if if um, Shane Parrish, the guy from Farnham Street, is going to release another of his courses, I might spend some there. Another conference that I really enjoyed uh, was the uh, QConf. Mm-hmm. That is not not specific to a certain language. It's just a big conference where you have three different tracks and it lasts i think two or three week three weeks if i'm not mistaken so it's like three days uh per week of mm-hmm. at tons of topic a ton of it architecture front end infrastructure scalability diversity um, hiring mm. you name it there's everything
0: um, yeah i think we talked about it yeah. in some episode right
1: so those are really my my favorite ones, I have to say, mm-hmm. to this day. Uh, so, I might go virtually to Euruko also this year.
0: Yeah. What was the last one I went to? Mm. Oh, it's been a few years. I don't remember. At least Austria. <laughs> that was a while <laughs> yes. ago already.
1: Aha! You see, we were there also, together. We just didn't know each other. Ah, I was also yeah. there.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was the first one I I, I attended, uh, joining Freeletics.
0: okay (laughs) all right on that note of virtual conferences yes (laughs) and hopefully a better year yes at some point where we can actually have conferences normal ones again let's let's end this okay uh, on on this sad note (laughs) yes all right Monica where can people find you on the internet
1: people you have no idea it's out I published it I have a website now
0: (laughs) we have to we have to adjust our template for the the episodes
1: so you can find me at monikag.me um and there it's still under construction to some extent but you can find something about me uh my plan is also to write here and there some more articulated thoughts uh, beside my ramblings here and my ramblings on Twitter. Um, and you can find some other content that I put out there. Uh, so all my references uh, here and there. But on GitHub, you can find me as uh, at Nirnaeth. Uh, same on dev still. And you can find me on Twitter at KFMaldi with an I.
0: And you can find me on my website, urbanhafner.com. Uh, I have already po- uh, posted at least one blog post. Maybe at some point I will write a second one. I don't know. Um I can also be found on Twitter and on GitHub SUJH. Uh, and that's it. And you can email <laughs> us. <laughs> I don't know. There are so many platforms out there. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, You can email us at hosts at expandingbeyond.it with any questions you want to ask or topic suggestions and stuff like that. And if you want to help us out uh, and to grow our audience, maybe you can uh, suggest the podcast to someone you know, or post it on any of your social media platforms of choice. Mm -hmm. All Right. So have a nice evening or whenever you are listening to this and bye bye.
1: Alessandro, I'm sorry. This is one of those episodes where it's a hodgepodge of everything. Stay tuned for <laughs> next time when we're going to have a themed one. <laughs> so,
0: oh, are we? <laughs> uh, okay, I guess. So we are
1: yes, we are. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: if we remember, then we, yes, we, we, we <laughs>
1: remember. Have a lovely evening, people. Thank you for listening.